Speaking of this iOS uh, rollout, I remember in community, not even, uh, it was like summer school at Valley Community College, I had a teacher for my, uh, I forgot what class it was, but he said, he said um, someone called him in the middle of the night to tell him that his dad passed away. And he told that guy, why would you call me? I can wake up and get this news. Why would you call me and disturb my sleep? When I can just wake up at 6 a.m. and, you know, receive this call or receive this whatever. And this was before texting. It was like 9, 2000 or something. You guys want to be woken up with that or would you rather just wake up to it? Voicemail. Basically a voicemail. That would be the closest yeah, I don't thing. Need to wake, I don't need to be woken up for some shit like that. Yeah. 3 a.m. You're like deep sleep. It, is it an emergency? Because now you can't go well, back to sleep. Was it a murder or is it like... Can I bring him back to life? <laughs> I don't know if you asked. Valid question. It's a valid question. I can't bring it back to life. I think you could tell me at six in the morning. Let me sleep. You, you, you have. Who's that? Who's that one family member that does some shit that could be text, but they rather call you? Like this is what you called me for. There's always one family member that always wants to call you instead of just texting or waiting until like they saw you or some shit. My cousin who works for me. (laughs) Yeah, he works for me. This man. Comes and asks me questions like, yesterday, <laughs> he can't, this is, hypothetically, I guess, allegedly, <laughs> to protect all, all causes. Comes up to, to my office, he goes, hey, um, getting a little hungry, I'm also a little tired, can I, can I take my lunch uh, an hour early? And I said, well, I'm like, we specifically scheduled someone to come help you today to help package up. You know these these hat orders, yeah. And then so you're gonna waste you know an hour of his time because he was scheduled to come help you and then take his lunch with everybody else's lunch. And he goes, "I just think I'd work more efficiently <laughs> if I took a break." And I said, "You know, I respect your honesty. I respect <laughs> your your answer, uh, but I'm like." I'm like, I'm like, so what is it? Like, did you stay up late? He goes, no, I, I'm well rested with my eight hours. I said, oh. No. <laughs> How old is he? He's uh, 19. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here, This bro. is the chef, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I can't say uh, anything bad about him. <laughs> he did a good job. Like, hey, and, then, and, then he, uh, and then he goes, he goes, well, you know, it's just my legs hurt. I said, okay, cool. Sit down, do some emails for the next hour. He's just like, uh, and then I was just like, hey, look, man. Yeah, we not if do you this don't want to work, I, he's like, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I don't want to waste your time. I'm like, well, you already wasted 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we're here now. <laughs> I'm like, we're here now. So what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Listen, yeah. episode 98. Yeah, right. right. We, are, we are here. It feels like we are struggling to get to 100, but we're slowly getting there. We'll get there. This one feels day. like a crawl. We had a weird, like, skip this last week, right? Yeah, so... Because of the holiday, right? Yeah, because typically you listeners, you don't like to listen after three-day weekends. So I told um, I told Rob over at DJ City, shout out to him. I said, hey, can we just skip this week? Because we're going to get, like, three listeners on a Tuesday after a three-day weekend. He said, yeah, you're right. Let's do it next week. So we released that last episode a week later. So now we're here. And um, how we feeling? Feeling great. good, feeling great, man. Yeah, you know, Sean. Re- I feel refreshed. like I haven't seen you. It's been a month or two. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit, man! Yeah. It's a ghost in here. I mean, but it's bi-weekly now, so it doesn't seem as as long of a 
time, you know. Yeah. But yeah. And plus we skipped that week, so it was yeah, just the exactly. extra week on top of it. Yeah. But would he have been here last yeah, week man, if he showed up? Hey, y'all want the vid? <laughs> Shit. I was right. dying, okay? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to see you're like, alive. Yeah. Show yeah. you you gonna be able to do the vid? Like, nah, I got the other vid. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Can't use that excuse no more. Yeah, At least for 90 days. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God. He's here. Well, if I when I get the vax, that could put me out. You never know. Get so. the Modernas. That's, yeah. That's that's the one. All I know is you guys messed up my haircut schedule. <laughs> by, by, by skipping a week of recording. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, I'm gonna get shit. a haircut every time after I record the podcast. And we didn't record. We're skipping a week. <laughs> no, I don't know when to get a haircut. <laughs> when do I, was, I get well, a haircut? should I skip a week too? Yeah. <laughs> well, you wear hats anyway, so who cares? Hey man, that's why I, do. I get that's haircuts to wear my hat. Yeah, that's what my barber like. Why the fuck come and get a haircut? I, said, I don't get a haircut. Just come here and get a shape up. Shake my shit up so I can go put my hat on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know what's going on right. over there. Yeah, you don't know. You go to a club and they're like, you got to take your hat off. Nah, uh-huh. nigga, it's best nah. in your interest and in mine if I keep this bad boy on. Listen, the hat community is crazy. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. I found out a lot of reasons why a lot of these guys just wear only hats. Mm-hmm. I was like, only oh, hats. shit. Huh? Only, only hats. hats. Only hats. <laughs> only hats. <laughs> only hats. Yeah. Because they ain't got Listen. no hairlines. <laughs> Listen, I mean, my hair is good under here. I'm not saying that. I just like it. No, you got good hair. State me. I got great hair. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But... I, I agree with you. I've seen some motherfuckers take their hat off, and I'm like, nah, put, put that, that shit back on. <laughs> put that shit back on. <laughs> with all due respect. Oh, man. It, so is, doing, it man? is all natural. Fruits and berries. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot, man. My parents uh, celebrated their 50th anniversary. 5-0. 5-0. Marriage goals right here for the married men in here. You know Labor Day oh, weekend. We were out here at the Odyssey in Granada Hills. The, um, the Valley's... Uh, um, I don't know the valley's like gem, I guess. Yeah. Um, especially the East Valley. Like, if you live in the East Valley, you're just like, you know what? Let's do something fancy. Let's go to the Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they actually have really good. Uh, it's it's all great. Like their their waffles, the breakfast waffles are incredible. Um, but no, it was it was a great event, and uh, so shout out to them. I think the colors, the theme is like black and gold for 50th if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. at least that's what my parents were going with that's what i figured it was um and i have a funny story the most joe thing i can do and the most not joe thing i can do within an hour jeez of each event so so people are at my house getting dressed getting ready i have like four people from out of town and you know we're all like it's a black tie event so everyone's suited and booted to the nine dapper and um, my brother Brian comes over and, you know, he's getting ready. He's got uh, he's got the kid and wife with him. And uh, we ne- I need to go to the store to get something. Uh, oh, we're at a tequila. So I was like, you know what? We'll make a quick run to the store. There make no sure- tequila at Joe's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually, a lot, there there's actually a lot of vodka. There's actually a lot of vodka, but no tequila. Um, so I said, don't worry. I'll go to the store and grab some. So I'm, I'm at Ralph's. I'm looking at their selection. I was like, mm, no, no, like, come on, man. Like, stop playing with me. You like, know what tequila is? Right. <laughs> I said, I, I looked at the uh, worker. I said, you guys got 42? At Ralph's? Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, I don't know how much it costs, but oh, I don't oh, care. Oh. You was for you. <laughs> this is, this is. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the 50th anniversary. Like, fuck it, ball out. Why not? Let me you get this $60 thing. bottle of tequila. I was like, Hornitos? No. Like, whatever, Patron? No, get this shit out of here. Don't ever drink Patron. Ever. No. What was the first shot I ever took was Patron? Warm. No. That, that's Chase with the warm coat. Exactly. Yeah, no. Traumatized. <laughs> PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I asked the guy, I said, you guys have 42? He said, yeah, um, I think we got one in the back. There was a box on top of it, um, empty box that was dusty because no, <laughs> ain't nobody, buying ain't nobody in North Hills. He's at the, the top shelf. <laughs> so he rings and my cousin's like, oh, wow. Like you're, you're really, you know, going in for this 50th anniversary. I was like, yeah, it's especially. So he rings it up $200. I was like, God damn. <laughs> So, Shit. I mean, oh, Ralph's like, always up, fine. they always up their prices at Ralph's. Like, this is yeah, when the liquor store, you can go to the corner liquor store and get it cheaper than that. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're suffering from a shortage, though. So, true. We'll get claws. You know, be all right. See, I didn't see any of the other ones there. Yeah, that's why you got to go to the liquor store. Um. So, but whatever. You know. we're, we're there. We're in the moment. I said, it's okay, cool. Well. Do, it, do it for my, my family. And also, on top of that, after the church uh, ceremony, people were going to come to my house to eat. And have hors d'oeuvres and just chill out until we go to the um, reception. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, so I bring back before church. I bring back the bottle. I, you know, my older brother. You know, you always look at your older brother like, you know, you, you always want him to be happy. You know, you grew up trying to impress. You know, I bought the Ice Cube album and the Beastie Boy album tape just to impress him when I was a kid. You know, and then mm-hmm. he just took it and ran off with his friends but I was like nah he's cool he's happy with it you know Yeah. like that's just my relationship with him so I'm thinking oh man if I get 42 like yeah yeah Brian's gonna enjoy this you know <laughs> he takes a shot cause he was asking for it early he takes a shot I was like how'd that feel how was that you know like I know what I'm talking yeah. about but you know mm-hmm. dude, you guys you're like yeah that's, that's the, the quality quality shit. Shit. That's the quality he's like shit. it was cool I was like oh alright <laughs> <laughs> no no it's cool no 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 it's cool uh, so like, it then, smooth. what is he like what, what, what brand is he like I don't know what Brandy likes, but I doubt 42 is in his like ballpark of what he has at home or what he drinks at friends' house. He probably just gets the typical shit, like, yeah. you know, like the um, affordable Julio, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't even think that, or maybe that, I don't know. But, um, but so we're all in a rush now, got to get to the church. And he says, hey, I'm going to throw some in my flask for, for my wife, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, hey, okay, cool. And then he put 42 in a flask. So then he leaves and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> he put 42, this $200 bottle <laughs> in a flask. That's what like it's some cheap shit to get his neck right. Because <laughs> that's the way I view a flask. Just, you throw some shit in there just to like, you know, get through the moment. You know, you're in church or you're at a ball game. You're with your you kids. You a flask in church. <laughs> yeah, you're with your kids at the beach or at the park. You it's just actually need a not a bad sleep. idea. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the flasks are for. It's just to like a little something in your breast pocket to get you through it. Uh-huh. So now I'm not happy with this because this has happened to me before hundreds of times as a kid. $50 and I'm like, no, I'm a grown man. I'm a big boy now. You can't do this to me. So I'm thinking, I bet that's not for his wife. I think this is just like just for him for whatever reason. Um, he doesn't need it. And I doubt she needs it, but whatever. We're at church now. Before the ceremony begins, his wife's sitting in front of me. I go, Psst. <laughs> Hey, did Brian give you a flask? Oh, <laughs> in church? Yeah. In church. Yeah. Yeah. 
He is Larry what? David. Yeah. And you ain't even watched Curb. You are Larry David, my Continue, Larry. Continue. <laughs> she says, "No, nah, I didn't. I didn't know he was." And I was like, "Okay, no, no, say less. Your priest is coming down. Say less. It's cool. <laughs> the priest is coming." So we going back to my house, and I know he's gonna want a poor shots for everybody and and all that. And and I'm like hosting. I don't know if you guys have hosted. I know Rel has hosted. Yeah. But like when you're hosting, you're all over the place. You don't even care about anything except is there enough food out there? Is everyone happy? Is the temperature right? And like sure all these little shit. things. Yeah, you're just like you got a towel on the floor because people spill the show. You just put your foot on the towel. <laughs> you just keep it close by. You know, shit happens. I got new floors. You know, whatever. A lot on my mind. But the one thing at the top was Brian in that flask. <laughs> <All right? laughs> so, so Brian... This is definitely the Joe thing. No, absolutely. <laughs> the most non-Joe thing was buying the 42. Right, 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 right. Okay, all right. Just, this is the Joe this thing. This is for our listener. So I hide the 42 before I go to church. I go <laughs> in my room knowing damn well Brian's going to ask for that 42 when we get back because he's oh, got... cool, huh? Because the homies are there, the family's there. You know, it's a celebration. Of course... Shots are going to go up. Yeah. And he yells out across the room, Hey, Joe, yo, where's that 42? I said, first off, you need to use, use, use what is in that flask. The rest of what's in that flask, you need to do that. Then I'll get to the 42. He's like, nah, well, I left the flask in, in the car. I said, Brian, go to your car and get the flask. That's a $200 bottle, bro. You're not just going to put it in a flask like it's a fucking $40 bottle. No. And he was like, oh, fuck. All right. And I know he's annoyed, but I don't care. Again, that's two hundred dollar bottles. Everyone's gonna enjoy it. It's not just you and your moments in you church. You did not or whatever. chip in on this man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So he's like, "All right, I empty the flask. Can you go get the bottle now?" I said, "Absolutely." I go to my room. We pour up, and everything's great. Oh man! And uh, shout out to Cleveland. He did the reception, um, and he did a great job. Like my parents, they want to hear nothing but fifties and sixties. That's his bag, yo. And yeah, not not no no diss to his age because I feel like you're taking a shot at his age. No, I'm not at all. I, no, not dead ass. I'm not at all. But that's his back. Like he's known. Like whenever we get events where it's a lot of older people and they want like, you know that stuff. He we automatically just you do that shit. Not saying that yeah. the rest of us can't do it, but I'm like he knows that shit front to back. He well, just he enjoys doing that. I type reached of shit. out to Paris because he did a great job at my wedding, and I knew and I know Unique is in the same age range, so I figured they they can handle this. And then he said, "No, we're." Um, Cleveland's getting tapped in with this. I was like, cool. Yeah. And he did a great job. No, he did. That's his back. Like we just I mean, granted, Cleveland is older than those guys, but <clears throat> we had a celebrity in the building. <clears throat> Cleveland's a celebrity in this community. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to tell you, man. But yeah, that's his thing. I'd be like, oh, when I and if anytime I gotta do some shit, I'd be like, listen, send me some shit. Yeah. <laughs> send me some shit. But that's why when you told me that he was gonna do it, I was like, Oh yeah, you can good hands. Yeah. You're in good hands. Yeah, so that was dope. Um, Rel, how was your weekend? Or your last shit, last three weeks. Shit, bro. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was like, when Mickey was like, oh yeah, I stopped at, at the room. And I was like, yo, I completely forgot about that mm-hmm. shit. Like, I was like, I don't even know what I did. But yeah, I did the room, what was that, two weeks ago? Yeah. Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I've done a dime twice since then. Mm-hmm. Um, A couple of privates. It's been good, man. You know, yeah. Steady working. Um, The room was slow than usual. Yeah. Um, all our people showed up. If it wasn't, if our people didn't show up, then they would have been dead. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Mickey pulled up on us, man. It was a nice surprise. Left nice. early too. Yeah. <laughs> what time you out? I think like twelve. Okay. But yeah, you went to highlight room about... afterwards, right? No. Oh, I thought you went to highlight room. Um, that's about time. I but he, and he brought he brought uh, he brought wifey with him. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was nice. You know, usually you, you know, appreciate it when you come out, but if Sam came with you, I'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, nah, nah, not with her work schedule. Not during the week, huh? Nah, yeah, it's it's rough because she's got to be up and deal with clients and, and their headaches, man. So these parents that act like little kids with their little kids, it's... Yeah, yeah I get that, man. It's, it's a headache. She's yeah. mentally exhausted, but... Enough excuses about my wife. Uh, not, not supporting you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Yeah, it was cool. Um, we had a good time. You know, we had a couple of drinks in the system and shit like that. I, Sean was there. I, 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 I got to encourage you guys. You ever come out to LA and shit, if you see Rel on a flyer during the week. Please, you're, man. You're, you got to come out and support because he's playing everything. I like, mean, yeah, literally. Like, I mean, yeah. I've, I've been there at the room to hear everything. And I and when you look at his stories, it's like one video clip is is like a 90s house song. The next one is Ooh, like a 2000 shit. hip hop. And the next some, one is some like, yeah, shit. you're like every video clip, some different. And the room is into both rooms. Diamond room are intimate. So, um, you know, you can get a real dope vibe there. I'm yeah. not going to say we felt pressure, but I will say that it helped that Jay Rose did reach out personally and said, you should come out and bring. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Little personal touch. Just a little, 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 little personal touch. I was like, you know what? I was like, I was even thinking about it really because you know you, you go through the motions. And I was like, you know what? Let me ask. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, real. He didn't text me. <laughs> I don't text anybody. Listen, <laughs> hey, I don't text anybody. Real and I are very alike. Of course, I don't text DJs. I know. I ain't hitting nobody. You can hit me. I'll reply. Exactly. I don't hit anybody. When people be like, "Yo, you doing such and such tonight?" Yeah, pull up, man. No problem. That's the invitation. The flyer post is there. You see it? It's there. Well, that's an interesting conversation because as DJs, I don't think most many of us reach out to our circle. Like, oh, you're gonna come out. I mean. I understand if you got bottle poppers. Yeah. Yo, what's good? You put, like I reach out yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, one thousand percent. But it was it was a good thing that she did it because it was it was like because we're trying to work on like our our own branding, like doing our show. For like sure. we call it the yeah. Rell and Rose Show or whatever. Um, so it was dope that she reached out to people individually and was like, "Hey, this is what Why we're not? doing." And I and I I noticed that she was doing that, and then when people. <clears throat> would like comment on a flyer or whatever they would just put like the fire emojis or some shit like that then I'd extend it and be like oh you should pull up but you know that was the most I was doing I wasn't going quote unquote out of my way to be like hey right. this is what we doing you should come out or whatever she'd right. be doing that but she's known for that she's more approachable so I'm like go ahead girl do your thing you know what I mean but yeah. cause I heard more people showed up and I'm like eh? well, that's how the team works exactly you know yeah, but that goes back to when we were talking about it. y'all shouldn't be asked to promote as well as fucking work that night. Well, yeah. I mean, we weren't we weren't expected to like. No, that's I know. Not, I'm but just, we just I'm did just it for our yeah, yeah. for our sake because it was just something. But more of a reason why you guys yeah. don't. I, feel I the would need encourage to, like if I'm in Rel's situation at the dime or the room, I would encourage Rel or or whatever myself to to do that because that's more of an intimate us. Thing. Yeah, that's like, why I did. Yeah. Yeah, five people it changed the way that place looked. <laughs> exactly. Real, real quick. If it's like sunset room, like if you're not telling yeah, anybody, well, like yo, you saw matter. the flyer. If you saw the flyer, if cool. The flyer, pull up. Yeah. If you didn't, like this is your invite. The flyer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's why I mean, luckily, you know, the people showed up and people showed out, and then I mean, to to Joe's point, that's that's more of a reason why a lot of these venues have been like. Loving me because they like, yo, he walked in with 10 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? 10 people ain't shit. They were like, 10 people, that's it. But like, like, yo, that's more than what a lot of these cats are doing. So, not saying that we require them to do that. We're not, we're not actually, yeah. but the fact that you're doing that off your, off the rip, then we, you know, we are, we're more appreciative of that. And, Going you know, above and beyond. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. bring you back. You know what I mean? And just on some last minute shit, like I got booked on Monday 
um, to do it. And I was shout out to Artistic because he had hit me up and he was like, yo, can you do it? And I'm like, oh, cool. It'll be easy night. Monday, ain't it's going to be light in there. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that bitch and I looked up. I mean, as soon as they opened the doors and I was just like, Wait, people were already here? And I'm like, damn, yo, bye. Like, gotta work? Yeah, work for real. That's why I was, I was like, oh, it's going to be crew. We're going to cruise. We're going to have a good time. You know, Wadi, shout out to Wadi. And wifey came with me. And next thing I know, I look up. A homegirl, Lauren, pulled up. We had a couple more people pull up. People were just coming in, coming in, filtering. And I was like, oh, shit, we got like, we got to turn up a little bit. And yeah. I'm like, I had to turn up. And I was like, oh, shit. And then, like you said, you saw the videos. This <laughs> was just going in there, going crazy. So yeah. I was like... All right, all right, cool. But again, so you know, I couple handful of people came out. The, you know what I love about the diamond? We talked about this on the show. The hospitality, man. It's a very small dive bar that no one would ever even think about doing, but they treat you so well in there. They check on you constantly throughout the night. They put a security guard next to you so no one bothers you. Yeah. Like they and it just it's just like Yo, if you got people coming, they hold a section for you. Like, yo, we're going to give you the section right here next to it. Whoever you got, just let us know. We make sure they're taken care of. Yeah. If there's a line or anything like that, they ain't got to wait in it or, or nothing. Like, the that's hospitality fine. was amazing. And that's why I loved going there and doing it. Not only because you can spend whatever you want to spend and you could really have a good time and the crowd is really into everything, but just the hospitality alone. I was just like, oh, we here. We had a good, we had a great time. The first night I did it, um, shout out to my homegirl Lauren. We it was her birthday, so shh, we yeah. was in there deep. <laughs> we was Lit. in there deep, and it was a fucking party. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know about the dime, like it's a there's landmark. there's layers to Hollywood, and I'm not talking like levels. There's just different <laughs> layers, like. And I know Freddie Gibbs was there this past. Oh yeah, on Monday. Uh, he on Monday, up. but I don't know what it's like now. But ten years ago. If you walk into the dime on a Friday night, you might see Lady Gaga or you might see this guy from this show or this movie because it's so low key. Like you're thinking you're going to go out to these high, uh, these Hollywood uh, spots that are high profile and you think you're going to see a celeb. But that's not usually not the case on a weekend, maybe during the week. But but the dime is like, no, nah, people don't really know about this spot. The people that know always come always out. Always go, yeah. So, you know, if I'm E from Entourage, I'm going to sit in a corner where no one can bother me with my friends and just have a real chill evening. You know, no one's dancing or at least not in his circle. You know, you just got your own space. So that's the beauty of the diamond. It's a staple in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, to, to, it's still like that, you yeah. know, to a certain extent because, I that's... mean, the last time that I even attend or spun there, I've seen, always, you yeah. know, a you couple of celebrities that. in there. And like you said, they're just in the cut. They're having a good time. Shit, um, Lil Rel, the comedian Lil Rel, he's always in that bitch. Mm-hmm. But he be out of bar having a good time and yeah. shit like that. Um, yeah, like you said, Freddie pulled up <clears throat> on Monday. Um, I forgot who was there that that Saturday that I did it. Um, but there was a hand, there was a couple of people in there. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a dope venue. Yeah, it's on Fairfax. Yeah, well, I was gonna say for those for those that aren't familiar, it's in the Fairfax district. Yep, on Fairfax, mm-hmm. next to Sweet Chick, across from Supreme, mm-hmm. next yeah. to John and Vinny's, mm-hmm. next to Bodmosh, Canners, like uh, can, yeah, yeah. Canners, yeah. like it's that little hub. Yeah, you know where it's. I mean, extremely dangerous if you're on Melrose, but then <laughs> if you live in that neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're spending millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's actually dope. safer safer at night. Right, yeah, <laughs> safer at night than during the day. Be over there, yeah. Right, that's now. crazy. When you see a long line <laughs> somewhere, stay away from that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, um, yeah, but that's how the weekend was, man. You know, we yeah. had a good, we had a good time, and yeah. it was that. Yeah. So uh, recently, I did uh, Cleveland uh, forward and Sac Noel and myself. Um, we did we did uh, it was a Friday, so after Labor Day weekend. I've uh, learned that a lot of these venues are slower on Friday because the summer is basically mm-hmm. over. So on the backside of Forward, like Forward is like a thousand person venue and on the backside is a pool. Um, and it, and it kind of like, shit, kind of like Excess, but just way smaller. Um, so they felt you can see it looks a lot better if you put 200 people on the pool side in, yeah. in a thousand person space because even with 200 people it looks dead empty in a thousand person space but sack noel and i we had a great time we um we showed out we played everything like typically sack will do an hour to an hour 20 and then i will jump on to close out the night now he kept going and the owners kept it open to like 215 or 230 and, uh, and sack just didn't want to get off so that's a good sign from Sack. That's a good sign from the owner <clears throat> that everyone was having a good time. And then um, I moved on to the Grand, which is a, a booking I've been waiting for for a long time, just because it's to me the best uh, club in the country. <clears throat> and um, and I had I had an epiphany right before <laughs> my set. To, you know, this is my third or fourth time, probably I think my third time doing the Grand. I know what DJs do walking into the Grand, and I've done the same thing. You drop like a 10, 20 minutes house set, cryo, big Grand opening presentation, and, and you know, you get the energy to another level, and way too sexy is out, right? And I'm thinking, oh, shit, am I about to open my set with hip-hop? Is this what my intuition's telling me? I should. I, you know you know the, the, that that meme from The Wire with the, the black dude where he's like putting yeah, yeah, the yeah, shit spinning yeah. around? I had that moment just like, am I about to do this? So I'm starting to think, what can I open with to grab them? Because you can't go too new because, it, uh, I mean, it's Boston. I like they're, I imagine they're like any other popular city, but I don't know to what extent. Damn, if you, you ain't hear Drake, though, I'm sorry. No, that was fine. <laughs> yeah. But but see, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I still wanted to test that because, okay. like, obviously it's Drake. It's a no-brainer. But mm-hmm. I needed to get a gauge on how big of a no-brainer it was. Okay. So during sound check, all there's like 20 bottle girls. They're in their meeting, and then they break. And I push play and way too sexy. And I look up, and all these girls are going crazy. I was like, all right, good indication. Mm-hmm. That's the song to start with, you know? Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm thinking, what else can I follow up? I can't go too new. I can't go too obscure hip-hop. Like, you're not going to go in there unless you're a hip-hop DJ like Spade or or Travis Scott or Chase B or whatever. Travis Scott's a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But he is, though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Technically. Um, I'm not going to play Lil Durk. I'm not going to play 42 Doug. No. Right? You know, unless they're with Drake. You know? <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... So I like I couldn't go that deep. So I figure out what I'm gonna do, and it's just like familiar sing along shit, cool. But I was still on the fence about. I'm like I was definitely leaning that way. So then I I talked to someone that works for the company that had been working there since day one, and I told him, hey, I got this idea to come out like this. 
Um, you know, I want the cryos to come out when it drops. I don't know if you can hear the synth at the beginning because the synth is really low. On way, on too, way sexy. too sexy. Yeah, it's so low. So it's like, it's it's hard. And even my countdown to the drop, I'm like, fuck, I better not fuck this up because I can barely hear it. And you don't want, you know, the countdown to be off mm-hmm. before the one hits. So <clears throat> he tells me, I love it. I don't know why these top 40 DJs come in on a Saturday thinking they have to play house all night or mm. even start their set with house we have tech house on thursdays we have house house on fridays why would we want more house on a saturday, saturday yeah. when you got a, a top 40 just your regular open people format, that listen yeah. to um billboards top 10 and whatever but to the to the dj's defense they don't know that they have those house nights on thursday and friday no no they do. Oh, they do and this is why i uh-huh. think they get um they get confused and, or um they view it all wrong is because when you look at all the recap videos on the Grand's feed, it's, it's all house. house. Yeah. It's like Tiesto, it's Castro, it's and you know obviously it works great for them. But and Randy's told me a number of times it's a top forty night. Not saying don't play house. Not saying don't do this. Don't do that. But you, you you're know, open we, to playing top forty. It's shit. an open yeah. format night. Yeah. <laughs> so so I went with it, and Jason Craig told me I was psycho for counting how many songs I played. But I did, but I did a recap of like what I played. I dragged it into a folder and just so I played, I think roughly 110 songs, um, two hour set, and and I counted the BPMs of 128. So my math was 20 percent of my set was house, and the rest was hip hop, top 40, uh, um, Latin. It was like mm. everything. Like I even played the Ramones, Avril Lavigne. Um, like blinding light. I know I usually don't hear blinding lights when I'm out, but that goes over extremely well still. Um, I mean, at least with white people. And I know stay would have worked. I know the um I, hate that track, but I know the and see to me like that just goes well with it the does. the um the Ramones and and Avril Lavigne and Mickey. Hey Mickey and that whole huh? four on the floor, <laughs> you know, like high energy four on the floor shit. It's not four on the floor, but it is boom, 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 you know. But um, so yeah, so I'm glad. And then like the feedback was just crazy about that because even the spenders like, yo, we love coming here, but it's always house on a Saturday. Like I wish more guys would do hip hop. So I don't know if any of those headliners that do Saturdays listen, but there's your fucking nugget <laughs> moving forward with the grand. So you're better than everybody. I mean, if you want to interpret it that way. Hey, you know, I'm going to turn that down from my car. I, I know how many models I sold with the hip-hop. <laughs> um, probably lost it. So reaction, what did you play after Way Too Sexy? Okay. Yeah, you uh, built up that whole thing. Then yeah, tell us what you played after. really wasn't sure if anyone cared for me to get into it, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we want another one song that you fucking... So Way Too Sexy. Way Too Sexy. Oh, you want to see under this? That's because I would have taken a screenshot on my list. Um, no, Way Too Sexy. Then it was... Uh, Girl, the way you move it. Oh, oh no hands. Oh, yeah. No hands. That... I mean, if you saw the video, my sister, fucking, they went crazy for yeah, that I said, shit. Look, every ma, time. No hands. Yeah. We were just talking about this. And, we were just and you, about you know, the, you can let walkers... Everyone knows the words to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Best verse on right. that song. <laughs> I'm gonna go with in my in my opinion, the best verse is Wale's verse. But the better response from the crowd is Waka's. For sure. Same. It's because it's easy have, to rap. I have an edit. I have an edit where it goes straight into Wale's, right? And then I've been playing it for years. I have I've been playing my edit because it has an acapella out. And I always like will put an intro song that I never use intros for, but the one time I do is out of this track. Um but I noticed I was just like 
I was like, maybe I gotta go back to playing the original. So I went back to playing the original like the last maybe six months. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting a way better response from it yeah. than I was when I was playing my edit. You think it builds up the Wale verse? I don't even play the Wale verse anymore. You don't even play it. I do the Walker verse and I he get the fuck out it. of it. <laughs> I, I'm sure he does. <laughs> he still performs. I don't, yeah, I don't even play it. And again, it's just, it's, just my, it's just my way because I've been playing the Wale verse for so many years now right. with the edit that I'm like, all right, I just play the Walker one. Get the response that I'm you because I use it as a sing along track. Yeah. And get the fuck out of it mm-hmm. and keep it pushing. Tell me you play work. I know that shit went crazy. See, that's the thing. Um, I usually do, but I'm thinking, nah, too easy. Hit him with something different. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Hit him with some. Come on, Joe, be creative. Hit him with something different. Let's hear this. No, but I'm that, that, <laughs> well, well, I, I hear what you're saying. But because you don't normally play hip hop at this spot, I would have think. No, I, okay. I, I do, just not off the bat. Like yeah. I re, I basically rearrange my blocks mm, of mm. my BPM ranges. Got you. My third block or fourth block went to the front. Got you. You know. Um, okay, so the Waka. Then I um, somewhere in there was like not in this order, but it was BMF Grove Street. BMF. Uh, Ooh, I don't heard that shot. Well, what's that the shit. other one? Grove Street and the other round Waka? of applause. No, 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 no. Wasted. That no, no, his no, other no, big one that Lex Luger. Oh, you talking about? Uh, no, that's Grove Street. That's Grove Street. The other one before that. Walker. I got a whole lot of money. Bitches count. It's oh, let's do it. That's Grove Street. Do it. Oh, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. No, yeah, do it. fuck. It's the other one that Lex Luger produced. A hard in the paint. A hard, hard the paint. in the paint. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those yeah, you two. Play hard in the paint in Boston. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. No. No. It, it went up. Hey, Walker is a legend. Bro. Yeah. It, 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 went, it was loud. Bro. But that's like, what like a spender would want to hear. Like, I don't know. I th- I think it just sounds to me like, and I was not disrespecting your favorite venue in the mm-hmm. country, but like they're catching up to the, like the programming is catching up to what the rest of the country is kind of used to mm-hmm. like in in ways you know mm-hmm. i mean i understand that at the same time i do think the pandemic played a role in possibly having more of an open ear because it sounded like when we had discussions about them um it was always kind of like this is what this is what they do this yeah. is how they do it yeah and then you are going in there and challenging that which is fucking amazing mm-hmm. because it opens the door to what everybody else was doing kind of on twitch right you kind of play whatever you want and so, like, people are trusting the DJ more, I think, post-pandemic versus yeah. pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, it was like, play what we want or don't have this job. Yeah. Now it's like... Show us something. All right, well, like, yeah. you know, like, you guys kind of know what you're doing, Yeah. right? Like, and that plays into verses. That plays into mm-hmm. everything that happened during the pandemic. Kind of, like, help reset the mindset on what people want to hear. And I think at the end of the day, if you're spending X amount of money, you're going to hear hip-hop. Yeah. Like the spenders like to hear hip hop. That's a yeah. that's a unless you're fucking T- all the guys you named Tiesto, yeah. fucking eight track, all those guys, all those like big name guys. Like that's that's the the money level. Let me yeah. ask you this, though, no, not well, to cut well, you off. Well, hold, let me let me comment on that. Like you hit it on the nose because I, doing deep thinking about that. Like if you're a house head who's buying a table. You're probably not coming out to see Danger Zone. You're probably going to go see Castro at Big Night Live. Yeah. Or not Castro, Blau at Big Night Live or Tiesto whenever he's in town. On uh, You know, if it's not that and you're going to a top 40 night, you probably like it's You probably like hip hop. Like it's in the culture of hip hop for someone to go spend money, show out, you know, um, you know, where you're like Boston, like those like the fashion is really like it's not sung. But the fashion is really dope in Boston. Like, I look at these buyers. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, these dudes are really dripping. Like, they're so loud. They want to be seen. But it's just not 
highlighted because it's Boston, Massachusetts. What's Trippy Joe? <laughs> um, I don't know. Supreme. Oh, Lord um, stuff mercy. like that. <laughs> No, that's not no, a drip. No, that's no, a slow no. drip. No, I mean it depends on that. I mean it matches the songs. That's designer brands. What I'm saying is, if they're young, then I get it. Supreme is 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 a brand that's they're up young. There. They're, 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 they're in their twenties. Yeah. Yeah. What you call it? If I see if if I see like oh they got crypto money. Yeah, exactly. NFT money. Let me ask you this though: hip hop side, are you playing Dreams and Nightmares, Finito, March Madness at the Grand? So, so to answer your question real quick, I play Dreams and Nightmares. Um, I didn't get to the others, but to, to round out my opening set, um, um, then it was AP, Dior, um, just because I know New York's right there, and that's that's like Washington to San Francisco. Like All Washington the claims the Bay, right? <laughs> um, and um and then it was like a, a Bugatti. Then I played Bugatti. Shit, went crazy. But uh, shout out to Dibs yeah, and right MGM. There. They made a, a a bootleg version that goes up into a house drop. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. so it was like now we're Perfect. at house and we're you know we're good. Um, but yeah, in the middle of the night, like when there was still time to buy bottles, I played Dreams and Nightmares. And you know we talked about some probably like, no, nah, you know no Boston, that's a Philly thing or whatever. And I was like, fuck it, I got nothing to lose. I don't know when I'll be back. Let's let's do this. <laughs> Worst case. Fuck it. <laughs> so so I played it and um and it went off. It did well. And then talking to one of the um VIP hosts after the set, he said, Yeah, that's a really big song out here because that was a song they played after the Super Bowl. And anything the Patriots do, Boston latches on to. Like they they watch them and oh, you like eating that? Cool, we're gonna eat that. <laughs> Like, that's just how it is in that community. So, yeah, Dreams and Nightmares went well. And and everything else was just, like, was just top 40. And, and, and then I got into this conversation with Jason last night. Like, we do, and it's not the only reason, but I think a, a one of the reasons why there are 100, 100 BPM remixes and bootlegs because we want that drop to have energy, the Moomba tone, the high synth, hyper synth, whatever, mm-hmm. saw waves. We want that energy because we're afraid some of these hip hop tracks don't have enough. And I'm thinking, and if I do like you guys, you guys can uh, um, back me on this. If you do a hip hop night in LA, if you drop a remix with the Moomba tone drop or something, you're going to get yelled at. Or a high synth remix, like if you do a yes. hip hop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst case, you get yelled Somebody's at. coming up to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Play the original, nigga. And and yeah, and if you like hip hop, you what really is this, an eight part intro. <laughs> if you're a spender, you're probably not gonna want to turn up to a fucking a hype remix, you know, some shit like that, um, because you you like the hip hop song, you want to enjoy your drink to, you want to enjoy. A conversation you like the vibe yeah it's not high energy but at the end of the day it's still a vibe that is uh, accounted for and that should be acknowledged so typically when i and i was telling jason like the new remix is the original like does that make sense like it's because everyone's looking for the best remix to drop in the club and the crowd is so used to hearing remixes what happens if you drop the original and god forbid they know the words to that because it's not 
a buildup and a drop into some sense. Well, it's just the rest of the country versus like pockets, right? Like New York, LA, your major cities are going to play originals and they're going to rock with it because they're trendsetters. Like the rest of the country, I say this respectfully. So I know most of our fathers are like not from like the major cities, but like they're just, they're following whatever the trend is, right? And they got to switch it up to, to translate the record to their Their city. You know what I mean? And I'm, kind of half talking out my ass because I'm not really traveling a DJ like that. But based on kind of what I've seen and what I see on the top DJ city charts, what's being downloaded. Like when you look at a DJ city record pool, hot 10, like you will always find some whack ass, easy transition record, right? Like a wordplay transition segue shit that you could do live is always in the top 10. Always like, Right? Like, on the money. Mm -hmm. And it's always the most downloaded. Why? Because motherfuckers are lazy and they want to translate the thing how it goes. Versus us, like, we're going to do shit live. Do you use transition records? I don't know if I actually have before. Yeah, yeah. When I go up, down BPMs. That's different. Obviously, yeah, 130, is... Well, like, his purposes of using them. I feel like the Grand is a perfect venue for transition records. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I've been using this transition for, like, five... When did Don't Stop the Party come out by Pitbull? Whenever that came out, I've been using that transition... Not into any big EDM jobs. Like the place goes crazy. It's a great, great reset to get people going from 100 to 128. And again, it's just the original. I know the original. I like the energy. There's no weird bleeps and bloops and synths. Like it's just, and now I can go from there into my weird bleeps and bloops and all that shit. But what I noticed is, back to the um, remix conversation, the only re- what I've and everyone can be right in this. I'm not saying everyone's wrong, and I'm the, doing it the right way. Um, the only way, no, everybody's but wrong. but the only remixes I use with those with those drops in the 100 BPM range are old songs, like uh, like some old Sean Paul song or Lumity, sure, or something like that. Like chances are, if it's a brand new song, like I'm gonna want to play uh, the the latest Bad Bunny in its original form and. And whatever, right. because that's what the people know right now. That's what they love right now. And I feel like in some spaces, people are going to be, you're going to rob them of a feeling and, and a moment because you got this, do, 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 yeah. you know, like, man, I was just getting into yeah. it. And you got this hype thing going on. Like, I just think there's a time and place for it. And, and, you know, but everyone has their own way of doing what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Whatever. Latin and reggae records, right? Like traditionally have that kind of that pattern, that swing that you can like kind of almost like yeah. put an emphasis on the drums yep. versus like take away from the record, mm. which yep. can make or break the need to use it yep. out there. Yeah. So yeah, in a nutshell, that was my, uh, my night at, in a nutshell. It, I got one was, last question for you though. Yeah. Did you play any Michael Jackson? Mm, Do you play Michael Jackson in those sets? Sometimes, hell yeah. Hell yeah. For those for that crowd, hell yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> End of the night mostly. That's what I said. You know, you know it's crazy because at the dump, I was like, when I was telling y'all earlier, like in the middle of the set, I'm like, man, you because you you play a specific genre so much, right? That I'm like, man, fuck that. I have an opportunity to throw a wrench in there. In the middle of a trap set, I'm playing Sade and Michael Jackson. Boom, just drop it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck it, sing. <laughs> I'm like, and I, I literally would get on the mic, time to sing, and then like just drop the shit. And but it 
It works. Right. And then respond. And I'm playing like, remember the time. And they're over there like, then you start seeing niggas dancing and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. See? He's <laughs> like, yo, the security yo. guard's like, yo, you got niggas dancing and shit. It's a problem. Oh, or this yeah. thing, and he oh, was yeah. like, his security guard came over because I played Keisha's Cold, let it go. He was like, yo, you see all these niggas singing this shit? I said, hey, man. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. <laughs> well, let me move my gun to the hip, bro. No, right. <laughs> oh, so I got to put the burden down on this one. Put I got to put the burden down. There's something so comfortable in the front. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hold on, baby. That's just my gun. Let me get it out the way. Come on, man. You no, that, that's, a, I mean, we, we're going to get back to Michael, but that's a fun, like, you know, like we, we like to talk big shit and flex and, and talk about how great we did and what we whatever we did play michael jackson 1215 and and manage to do it in the smoothest way and and see if you can get away with it play we belong together mariah carey in the middle of the night and see see how dope you are you play play uh the young jock and t-pain shawty snap Mm-hmm. Baby girl, buy you a drink. Buy, like play that and see how dope you are. Like we know what works yeah, and what can, works. and I, and I, and just a couple pods ago, we were saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm with that, but I'm also with challenging taking, challenging and having fun. And Let yeah. me try fun. this uh, in this yeah. this venue. They wouldn't expect it placed here. Let me see what I can do with this, and let me see how dope I am to smoothly get out of it into something else to keep the momentum. Mary J. You know? Blige is going down. Yeah. What happened? Huh? I dropped yeah. it off. I'm singing, screaming to the top of the lungs. Twelve twenty-five at night. Maybe whatever. not at the grand. <laughs> no, no. I, I think it would work. <laughs> Maybe. No, I think it, it would depends work. on how many broken hearts you got in there. Yeah, good. I'm saying, <laughs> fuck it, go for it. Because you think about it, you think about the BPM that it's in, right? It's what yeah. sixty-four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many songs that you can play yeah, after right. that that you're gonna be like, all right, fuck it, it don't work. Yeah, get out of it. You're going. I went from that to way too sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh. My fucking yeah. God. You yeah, would have thought they were like, hold on, nigga. Like, no. even these niggas looked at me like. Do you, do you drop it on the good? one of the synth or on the beat? No, I drop it on the beat and then yeah. I bring it back. Yeah, yeah I drop yeah, that's it. That's what I did. Yeah. I dropped it from the top, but I don't think they were expecting it. So four bars, like, I don't know, I bring it yeah, back. Yeah, I bring it back. I bring it back. And because, because again, you, you catch off guard because of the track that I played before, they're. Screaming there like they're in their fields and they're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm hearing this shit. I haven't heard it so much. And then boom, they're like, oh whoa, 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 nigga. And then all right, let me bring it. Let me reset. Let me get. Let me allow y'all to catch our bearings. So, what um, time of the night you do that? That was like twelve thirty, between twelve thirty and twelve forty, like close to one a.m. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, but again, you know, one a.m. in L.A. That's like. Peak hour. No, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's a great yeah, time to saying, challenge yeah. yourself. It's like 4 a.m. in Calabasas. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, All right, so 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 back to Michael uh, Jackson. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, do you? I haven't really kept up with it, but apparently people are comparing MJ to Drake. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Mickey, oh man, Mickey, what you got? No, I I'll, I'll let Rel kick this off. I think he's got a more burst. <laughs> Listen, uh, man, I think it's just even disrespectful. <laughs> and, oh, first of all, let me before I give my take because. Yeah, a lot of people that hit me up and take my shit out of uh, out of context and good. What have you been saying? More context. listeners. Good. What have you been saying? Context. Um, because again, they watch the clip and I R- get that R- you're was the most controversial person yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, because they watch the clip and they're like, "Oh, what's this nigga talking about? He's talking about his ass again." Shut the fuck up. Watch the whole goddamn fucking episode and you'll get it. Um, Drake is amazing. 
I'm not taking anything. Drake is probably the number one. It is the number one artist. Get all this out of the way. Right now, exactly. You have to because you have to. You got to get it. Drake is the number one artist. Drake is the number one artist in our generation, in this generation right now. When did this generation start and end or start? That's a good point. I would say early 2000s, correct? Excuse me, mid-2010s. Mid, mid 2010s. Like, 2010s. So 2015. Around, let's say 2000. Oh, I'm just, all right. Yeah. Range, range. All right. Between 2010 and 2015. Sure. Right? Okay. That's reasonable, right? Yeah. Because early 2000s, we were in high school. Yes. Right? And that was kind of like our, I guess, our peak in music when we were like... Ja Rule was on top when I was in high school. Exactly. Okay, but... You know what I'm saying? 50 Cent was... Uh, yeah, like right, right that after, nigga yeah. at the was, time was Jay-Z two, was, was two years later yeah. 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 yeah but again it was around the same time or whatever so again this generation Drake is that guy mm-hmm. Drake yeah. is that guy last like, 10 years you know what I'm saying last 10 easily sure. yeah. easily last 10 years no one's no one's peaking him except for like OG's in the game mm-hmm. right that you can argue um, what it is so I'm not taking anything away from him why are we comparing Drake <laughs> to Michael? This nigga is an icon. Yeah. You could, people born in someone, 2010 someone, don't know. And, and I said that. That's reasonable, right? Someone who's born in, in 2010 has never experienced Michael Jackson. So they shouldn't even be allowed to be in the conversation. Right. Because they haven't experienced Michael Jackson and Drake at right. their peak. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of us haven't even experienced Michael mm-hmm. Jackson at his peak because mm-hmm. we were so young. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we were there to see the transition. We were there to see it. We were born in the 80s, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you heard, you knew who Michael Jackson was as a little kid and yeah. you were dancing the thriller and all this shit, you know what I'm saying? And then when you get into the 90s and black and white and yeah. and and, and um, smooth criminal and all that shit Jam. was coming out. And <laughs> right? the song black and white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant, right? <laughs> <laughs> Transition. <laughs> Got you. But you know what I'm saying? So we were we were able, our generation experienced that, and then we experienced Drake when he came out and saw it. Drake hasn't even been alive longer than how many how many yeah. how many how many decades Michael Jackson has been putting out hit after hit after hit. Since he was like six. If you think about it, like you can't compare, and I'm not taking anything away from Drake, but whoever decided to say, "Oh, Drake is a is whatever the comment was, the new Michael Jackson," or it's not even close. It's not even no. close. It's not even to me. Drake ain't even on Beyonce's level. Mm-hmm. I think they're even. I think they're even. Mm-hmm. He, him, and Rihanna are probably like even. I think. It's hard to say because with the genre of music, you got a different uh, demographic. Like their music is pop, so it's more universal versus Drake. He's in that. But Drake R&B. is a pop artist, though. So, yeah, yes, it, yes, but star. he's a pop. He's a pop artist. <laughs> but but is 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 Afro beat? Is the Afro beats wave as big as you know? Oh, what I'm saying like where's your drop? What a Michael Jackson was doing or Beyonce? No, it's not. Yeah. it's not. But I don't. I don't think because you have to give it time. Because of the amount of time that it, it, it hit the it's wave, been around, true. you know what I'm saying? Because again, both, both Beyonce and Drake have jumped on that whole Afrobeat, yeah. you know, wave or whatnot. Let, let me jump in here real quick before Mike gets into I'm his ready. controversial take. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, I think when when MJ was coming up, you were just limited. You had limited access to him. All you had 
you might have seen him on MTV, and obviously before that there was no MTV. You might have, um, you obviously you had his shows and you had his albums. That's like the only time you can look at Michael, you know, and obviously he's bigger than life because his music, right? And um, he was always at the forefront of music changing and he recruited the right producers and dancers like you know he learned to moonwalk from some guy on soul train come on man and that's that's Quincy what, like, jones in his corner bro yeah and before that barry gordy so but my point is you had limited access to seeing him and him having an influence outside of music on people whereas drake um beyonce etc like my whole thing with what we'll get into drake versus kanye but with drake um I don't even know it's so much the music as it is. I don't know what the percentage is, but I think a lot of it is just his antics, his memes, his um, what like people living out his lyrics, making it a real thing that surrounds the actual songs. Like if it was just based on music like it was with Mike, I don't know if we'd be putting him at this kind of level, not to take anything away from him. But I think a lot of it is... The stories that are created around Drake, his pettiness, like the pettiness really makes him, I think, add so much to um, his whole thing, right? So you take all that and add it to um, some some dope songs and some uh, um, above average songs in my eyes, like it, it makes for a thing. And you can't compare that to Mike. Well, I'm, I'm going to come to Drake on that take. I'm going to come to Drake's defense on that. Because oh, you it's like not, the boy? Tell me it's not, no, <laughs> no, no, no. To the point is, I'm going to come to his defense because it's not Drake's fault that he was he came up in an era where social media... The, the era isn't and, his fault. Yeah, but, that's but what I'm he saying. Knows so what he utilized doing. it. He utilized it. He came up in the internet and, you know, the internet era where it was just like everything was more accessible. You know what I mean? You had mm-hmm. access, more availability and access to... Whether it's music or whatever, social media, et cetera, et cetera. And Mike didn't, you know what I'm saying? So it's not, who do we know that Mike wouldn't follow a similar path utilizing Shit, Mike was everything? Just what you call it? Mike was damn sure just as petty. Mike too. was hanging babies over a balcony, Mike. Like, what, what are we, and I, niggas still loved him. But see, here's the thing. Mike didn't need to, I'm not saying Drake needs to, but Mike didn't need to Mike hang had a antics. baby. Look, Mike here's, had, Mike look, so had this antics. is like later on, right? So look, I'll give you guys this. Thriller created a conversation. Mm-hmm. No one's done it before. No one's created a movie within a, a whatever, at least not to that level. He was innovating. Yeah. He was innovating. He it was he created something outside of the music, right? Mm-hmm. And Drake did that a million times over because, again, and this is no one's fault, Mike came up in an era where you didn't have the opportunities of social media, whereas... Drake has to say a line, a petty line, and it turns into a meme or it turns into a video or it turns into all these things that, again, you can do a million times over compared to what Mike. All right. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'm ready. Mike, Mike, Mike. take on Mike. (laughs) So, because I was partly named after Michael Jackson and Mike Tyson and every other Mike that was popping in the 80s. Surprised your dad didn't name you after John Travolta. John. John just. What was his character name oh, in that movie? Nah, it doesn't lie. matter. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so this is what I looked at. So I think there's a difference between Drake and his statistics against versus Mike, and then Drake versus Mike in the musical sense, mm-hmm. right? The impact and what what the music means, right? Mm-hmm. And so one, this is like a real rough 
concept. So bear with me if this even Ooh, makes sense. My man did his research. Let's go. I like not. When we no, do I research did not do any research. This is completely <laughs> I mean, off. You wrote off some notes out. You wrote I, some I, notes but out. I wrote one thing just to compare. You're freestyling like Drake, right? Off your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah stupid. Kind of. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just separate Drake from the MJ conversation because I think there's really no comparison. It's okay. two different worlds. And it, it's just it is what it is. But really Drake is breaking all these records, yeah. right? But it's because everything's changed, right? Mm-hmm. Just how um, Drake is gonna is probably the most played, the most paid, whatever. Yep. The numbers are different. Mm. Inflation yeah. occurred. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, nothing's going to add up. And it leads me to the whole, like, why Drake isn't even... I'm going to go back to the music side. Drake, in my opinion, again, my opinion... Isn't even better than Kanye. You know, you brought that mm-hmm. up. Because if we're going to compare timelines, Drake is currently 34, if I'm not mistaken. 32? Yeah. No, he's 34. 34. He's 34. 34. Okay. Okay. Uh, or no, he's 35. No, he's in, he's yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. And yeah. Kanye is what, 42? Kanye's 44. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy dropped when Kanye was a year younger than when Drake is today. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when we compare Certified Lover Boy to Donda, right? And I'm going to borrow a little a little context from Styles P, who, who really put this in example, but how are you going to compare someone putting out a dedication to his passing mother mm. and trying to give you um, like something deep in his records versus someone who still hasn't even decided who his next girlfriend really is mm-hmm. or yeah. was or baby mama or whatever. Right. Like there's a eight year gap. Right. And so, but yeah, Kanye's going to match the pettiness. Cause you're, if you're quote unquote, you're trying to sell records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but let me take it. Let me take it an album back. Mm. Push a T dropped a seven track. Album that Talk was to better Talk than to Scorpion. Him. Talk to him, and we're and people are gonna go just go pass over that because people are outnumbered. Drake stands ain't trying to hear that though. in the Drake stands, right? And so, <laughs> what are we talking? What are we talking musically? Talk I'm talking musically, him. all right. So then I came up with this whole little concept, right? Let's just hypothetical. You guys can hear me out, just to like, I know it's a little off the mic versus Drake, mm-hmm. but I just don't think that's a. The big conversation. It shouldn't even be a conversation. So I think Jay is like Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z. Okay. Oh, yes. I think Jay-Z is Jordan. For sure. Oh, boy. I'm putting Kanye as Kobe. Mm. Okay. Saw this coming. And LeBron is Drake. Drake. Yeah, I'm yeah. with this. I I'm agree with this. I, yeah. I agree with Kendrick is Kawhi Leonard. Oh, what the <gasps> fuck? Hold on. Hold on. All right. Go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. In what way? He's got a championship. He's very different. But I would. Uh, you know, you're right. You're right. When you, when you break it down now, He has way. a different okay. tactic He's okay. a champion He's considered okay. one of the best uh, uh, I can see that I can see that I think yeah, Kendrick yeah, yeah, yeah. will play through injuries I mean, but who, <laughs> I mean, who, who, else, who else would you consider They're both in, in super that, quiet in that, in that terms Who else would you consider Kendrick As, as a that's basketball what, player That's what I was going to say I'm like, 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 I know I thought about this <laughs> You got notes my nigga I see No no it's not much It's not very nuts I only got one more note Because I couldn't put Cole as anybody I thought James Harden Who's going I thought awesome. James no, Harden, no. but yeah, that's, Kevin Durant. I was thinking Steph KD. Curry or KD. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's hard to. Uh, it's, oh man. Yeah. So after those three, yeah, yeah. It's hard maybe to get past maybe them. maybe give Kendrick, KD, and Cole 
uh, Kawhi. Maybe I don't know. But so, but really, Kendrick can be KD. So to the yeah. core, to the core of all of this, right? The the real thing that I wanted to hold on to this comparison, right? Just to give this little like image, is Drake being LeBron is the reason why LeBron is the first NBA player to be a billionaire while playing. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's only possible because of inflation, mm-hmm. the era he's playing. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't compare his payroll to what Jordan made. Yeah. Facts. Right. Different the times are different. different. Yeah. But so when I think of the comparison statistically, when you're trying to, com- oh, Drake broke this record that the Beatles had, oh, that Michael Jackson had, whatever. Well, yeah, the fucking times have changed. Yeah, I mean, Jay Z did the, the same world. shit, though, to your point. You know what I mean? Like, he broke Beatles records. Yeah. He broke he broke Elvis's records. Look, Drake has put out a lot of mid music <laughs> surrounded with some great stuff. And, but that mid music gets you a listen, gets you a playthrough, yeah, it does. gets you a statistic. Like, a lot of his records sound like you opened a template and you just went for it again. Mm. So, and that, it, it, I always, I felt like Certified Lover Boy is an album we heard from Drake before. We've heard, yeah, we've heard, this. We, exactly. It's we've this. heard this before. Yeah. We heard this before. So it's, it's very typical. Versus you go to Mike's catalog, like, I mean, that we're not even talking about. Mike, see, that was Mikey's my light years behind this. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to your point of him and Kanye. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This album we heard from Ye was, it's nothing like we we've, we've heard. In, it's nothing like Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like 808s and Heartbreak. It's a little like no, not like Jesus. I'm sorry, uh, Life of Crisis Pablo. King. It is a little Life of Pablo. Life, Life of Pablo. Yeah, That's what it felt like. in a, in Jesus a sense, is King. I'm sorry, Jesus oh, is King. I, in also. a sense, it was I, a I mixture so. of those. Two. Yeah, in a, yeah, in a sense, I, I believe so. But it's 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 a new piece of work, and again, because of what it was dedicated for or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. you can't. Which I think they're both great albums, and they're as their own no, entities yeah. as as their own. If you're gonna ask me my opinion, which one I would rather listen to? I'm gonna listen to Kanye shit because I heard Drake shit before. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like, and you yeah. gotta play it. <laughs> and, I, and I gotta play it. I'm gonna play Drake shit in the club. We all we just literally just had a conversation about how way too sexy is getting played. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I actually dropped jail and I only dropped a hook and it had a great response from mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It had a great and I wasn't expecting it. And I only used it as a transition record. I used it as a transition record because I wanted to go to something else. And I used the going to jail tonight. And they were singing this shit. And I was like, oh shit, okay. Take a note of that. Yeah. Put that shit in the safe or whatever. Um, but that's what I'm saying. We don't, we don't think of those tracks. It's automatic for Drake. Right. We hear something from Drake. Oh, it's getting played. It's gonna be number one. Drake yeah. got fucking 10, he's got all 10 top 10 on the billboards right now. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and we're playing them shits. Kanye doesn't. But we don't think to play Kanye. And when we do. We're surprised about the response that we get from it as DJs. And we're talking the music, right? Like, if, if you want to compare to Kanye, what's Drake going to be rapping about when he's 44? <laughs> I don't know, right? We don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. If he's still rapping. If he's it. still rapping, right? Maybe he does a, dual, a duet with his son. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he'll be doing something else <laughs> at 44, right? So we'll find that out later. <laughs> but... I just don't, I just, as far as like, I still don't think he's done anything at the level of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's like one of the greatest pieces of just art, period. Facts. And, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Kanye's transcended every, the sound every mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. 
it's it's been different versus Drake is just repeating the sound. Yeah, I just think Drake on to Drake Drake is more is more um what's the word I'm looking for? More people know about Drake. I think if you went to some third world country in the middle of nowhere yeah, yeah, and you asked them, do you know who Drake is? You know who Kanye is? They're going to be like, yeah, we know who Drake is, but we they may not know who Kanye is. So take it out of the music. Yeah. Drake, I, I'm agree. Present day, generation, mm-hmm. right? 2015 to present day or something like that. He is the larger artist, but he's still not the largest influence. Ye is... Mm. Selling more shoes than that man has ever seen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 1,000%. Anytime, Ye just changed the Gap's business by X-Fold, and he hasn't even had an official drop. Mm. Like, he's building off of influence. Mm-hmm. And everybody that's come up under Ye, right? Travis. When he's borrowing mm-hmm. Travis's sound for Yeezus, when he's mm-hmm. borrowing Cuddy's sound for heartbreak uh 808s and heartbreaks when yeah. he's borrowing daft punk's influence into graduation mm-hmm. right like when he took the whole gold pack era gold uh <laughs> backpacking era the golden backpacking uh-huh. era and put it into grad uh into college dropout mm-hmm. right he put on all mm-hmm. those dudes death common talib yeah you know what i mean like he he's those guys he's put all of those guys on those platforms to normalize the sound and then created re- like Honestly, careers for every single one of those guys. Yeah, every single guy he was sitting with at Paris Fashion Week and whatever year that was, it was Virgil, Doncy, mm-hmm. IBM Jasper, all, all dudes that are putting everybody, on. Yeah, everybody knows. Mad work. Jerry yeah. Lorenzo was style helping mm-hmm. him style. Mm-hmm. This man has an empire. Yeah, like, Drake no, puts people on too. He's definitely broke a lot of artists. You he breaks a lot of rappers, right? And he, I mean, but he'll then be there's a the on their stuff. No, no, but but the, my only issue with that is <clears throat> the the big artist always has to get with the up and coming artist to maintain relevance because the up and coming artist has the raw fan base and has like the pure fan base at at the beginning of their career. You know, like there's just a lot of buzz around the Migos and Versace when they come out, and so the bigger name artists will always latch on to that just to stay relevant. Whereas Kanye is just like, I birthed you, Virgil. I don't want anything else from you. You're gone. You're out of here. You're good. Um, Jerry Lorenzo, like, like I don't know if he picked him up from making diesel jeans or whatever, but he he picked him up and then she's like, Jerry, you're out of here. Jerry now. was a club promoter in LA. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a club, like, you, I got you. You're out of here. Like, I don't want anything from you. Like, once these people... And you can't name a single designer, a single anybody in the fashion business that's not somehow connected to Kanye's tree. You know what I mean? But but back to my point, yeah, I think the the, the Drakes will always latch on to going up on a Tuesday, you know, something like that. That's up and coming and raw. But, but where's I love McConan? I mean, that's not fair. They, that's that's <laughs> you you proving his point though. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if they get their little hot bubble, and then next thing you know, like who who's to the extent, who really capitalized off of a Drake feature outside of Migos? I mean, I Migos, baby, oh. love me, little baby. Who's the one that he put on? Block Boy. Block Boy Black is quiet. <clears throat> After Rover, I ain't, I ain't seen shit from that nigga. He's in a 2018 <laughs> Rover. Ew. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, a shout out to Waddy J in the building. 
Um, <laughs> so so my, my thoughts on this whole Drake versus Kanye as quick as I can. I'm listening to Drake's album. And even before I heard Joe Budden's take before, I got I got the gist of Rory and Moss. Like Rory had a great, all those guys had great, great takes. But even before listening to them, I'm listening halfway through Drake's album. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> Whatever he does, yeah. it doesn't matter because he is bigger than music. Yeah. He's bigger than the actual songs. So again, some of that shit I thought was mid or I don't care or it's like to... All those guys' points. It sounded old. It sounded, um, you're 34 years old, still talking like a 22-year-old. You know, you're still trying to connect with the petty, ratchet people. And, of course, it sells. Those people want to hear. They don't want to hear grown Drake talking about, like, what whatever Jay-Z will be talking about at a grown age. Like, there's no connection there. But, but you know, obviously, Jay-Z's fans grew up with him, so there might be a little bit of a connection. But... Yeah, like it just doesn't matter what this guy does. So it's like for me to think anymore would just be a waste of energy. Could you make the same argument for Kanye though? <clears throat> huh? Can't you make that same argument for Kanye? It doesn't but see, matter. I, no, yeah, it doesn't music? because yeah. because he's got fat. Like yeah, but but with Kanye, I'm getting like I want to know what's happening next within this song, within this moment because mm. he's so art driven. Yeah. Like you know, like I'm not saying it's this easy or I'm minimalizing Drake to this, but four bar loop loop that shit and I'll rap over it and I got a catchy hook and some petty lines and we're good. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's that easy for him, not for us or any other rapper, but I think mm-hmm. it's that easy for him because he is bigger than the actual songs going out. If you're, if we're, let's just for the sake of still competing their albums, I'm curious to know who has the longer, like who's still listening to it more. And I say that because um, Drake dropped it out of nowhere so we saw a huge spike in his first week numbers. But I think there was a a, a big tail off second week because... He was still in the lead in the second week in Billboard. That's because Baby King dropped. No, I'm talking like plays, yeah. like listens. <laughs> okay. Um, and so like, I think the only reason I say that is because Ye wasn't that far behind week two, I think. And he had already played the album for us four weeks in a row yeah. in three different stadiums or two different stadiums. Two different, yeah. So like, I I don't know. I just feel like maybe there's a little more context there. But with hey. that being said, King's Disease one and two are better than both albums. <laughs> Baby King is better than both albums. Right here we go. <laughs> but that just dropped right like last like last week. Two two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I gotta yeah. hear that. I, I've been hearing a lot yo, of good stuff about Baby, yo. Listen. Yeah, that's why I was so taken back from the Kendrick thing because I mean, like, I I place him. I wasn't dissing Kendrick. No, I, I know. Kawhi I know. No, There's I just know, not I enough know. players in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where do you want me to go? <laughs> but I put. I Be honest. Put, no, no, I will put Kendrick and Cole right next to Drake. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I I can't I can't take them away from Miles that just trifecta. Look, man, we, we all want to see Kendrick versus Drake. I don't know if we're ever gonna get it, but. I put Vers- versus how like no it, it just just sense. just bumping the beefing I need, top yeah. rap Kendrick lyrics. is just like, like gonna smoke Kendrick, this yeah, nigga not raps Cole is gonna smoke this yeah. nigga and see here's the thing they are both so strategic because Kendrick has to be careful how he moves because if he moves um, if he moves so uh, in the wrong way he's gonna play Drake's petty game Drake has to be careful how he moves because he knows lyrically he can't keep up and play. Kendrick, like Drake can't respond to Kendrick popping up on a Baby Keem album 
and saying smoking on top five. Nah, just you. Fuck that single. Burn that hard drive. Hard drive. Yeah, nigga. Come on, man. Yeah, like like Drake can't <laughs> respond to that, but he knows who he's talking but we about. Saw, you saw how he 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 struggled a little bit against Pusher. Pusher. I mean, I love Pusher, but nah, he's he's you 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 have to be a music expert or advocate to like really appreciate Pusher. Your average everyday person is not listening to Pusher like that. Smacked him, bro. Smack, like you know what I mean. But you we talking about Kendrick, nigga. Come on. Like it, it, and I think that's why it will never happen. A uh, 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 Kendrick versus Drake or a no. Cole versus I would I would see I think we would see a, a Cole versus Kendrick before we see anyone either one of them try to do a versus uh, a verse. Nah, they they like each other. Too. They love each other. I, I know they do. Cole and Kendrick are for the impact. Drake is for the attention. Like it's just different. Like, yeah, those guys are yeah. working for different purposes in this exactly. world. Exactly, and why it's it won't fine. Happen. Mm. Yeah, it, you know it's fine. Yeah, both Drake can build can the exist, biggest yeah. business out of the music game. Like he could build the largest statistics. He could go for breaking all the records. He's he's the Russell Westbrook in the sense of he wants the triple double. Mm-hmm. We get that. That's yeah. fine. You can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Kendrick and Cole literally like they always find a purpose with their their. Moves. I think that's the the point that you're making. That at this age, you have to evolve your your lyrics. You can't you can't. Drake has always been the most relatable, but like you said, it's from being petty. It's from being on on the button with the memes and all that shit. But Cole and Kendrick is talking about their fatherhood and and just business shit. Evolution, and, yeah, evolve. Or they're just spitting dope rhymes, like Facts. and just you know giving painting a picture. I will say both of them though. Um, what both of them have is um, oh fuck, I lost my point. Well, I will I say to, to your I point. What I don't. I, will, know. I saw a tweet. <laughs> I saw a tweet that I, I I thought was kind of funny, and I I really agreed with. Hold because, on, I found it. Okay. <laughs> you are they, Joe they they both they both have oh shit. I lost it. Go ahead. Yeah. So he was saying he was he was he was talking about elevating lyrics and whatnot, and someone someone uh, tweeted that we didn't hear we didn't hear Drake talk about anything that was going on currently mm-hmm. in in. In the world or he anything never like that, whatever. Right. And someone said, "Nigga, the 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 album is called C- CLB, not CNN." Nigga, like, what do you expect? Like, and I said, <laughs> "That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know, sure. m- most people will go to the music. We go to the music to escape reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We listen to music so we don't have to deal with what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's not like I want to go to music to hear about the same shit that the news is talking about right. or." Right. Social media is talking about it, et cetera, et cetera. So I I agree with it to the certain to the extent where I'm like, we're using it to get away from whatever it is that is going on and whatever negative shit that we don't want to hear yeah, man, about. It's never gonna be good enough for the people. No, one thousand percent. Well, and not every album is for everybody, yeah, right? Well, like yeah. it doesn't speak to everybody. And that's okay. What's not okay is people fucking shaming you for thinking what you think. It's trash. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. like, I mean I one of my employees loves Drake. Like mm-hmm. fucking Drake could do no Jesus wrong. Christ. And I'm <laughs> yeah, amazed. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm amazed he got engaged because you know it's against the policy. You're not following your brand, buddy. You're not on brand there. But I had to tell. Him, I was like, I, I mean, this is again my opinion. Better I was not like, be a future. Yo, keep, <laughs> right it's all down here. I hope she got prenup. <laughs> Where is your loyalty? <laughs> But in my head, I'm like, and then I, you know, I told him, I was like, you got to listen to King's Disease. King's Disease 1 and 2 is like fire. It's amazing. And, and, you know, but not everybody will relate to it. And I joked around. I was like, ah, oh, you're just not at that tax bracket yet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because your mindset, given 
I probably wasn't listening to certain people that rappers or something that are older that I can't relate to that. Yeah. But when I hear Nas talking about, you know, crypto, yeah. investments, yeah, art, 401k, yeah. Mickey's like, ooh, he's spitting right now. <laughs> he's spitting right now. Talking my language. Peloton, like, you know, like rich people shit. Drink you some Peloton. Working on my <laughs> core. He's fired. Cherries, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga talking about good health, but I appreciate it. But and Hit Boy fucking did an amazing yeah, yeah, job. He smacked like, that smacked shit. You that can't miss both projects. That. All right, yeah. so I'm gonna ask y'all this because we our good, over. our good, our good friend, <laughs> our good friend Alex. It's gonna be the last one. This, this, no, this is a great conversation. Our good, our good friend Alex swears up and down that Drake needs to do a verse, right? A versus. Drake needs to do a versus. And he Wait, said the only God. person that Drake. He said I'm looking for a person that I think that Drake could do a, a versus with, and he will smack this person is Jay Z. I almost put hands on a cop. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like, we, he continues to try to have this discussion with me about how Alex Drake also likes to try to get under your skin. No, that's, <laughs> that's the only point. And, that's and, all and, he's and, doing. Like I do it, but then he now he's just like, nah, Alex put him in he's right like, up in that he, shit. He like, was like, he was like, nah, seriously. But every time we go to his crib, I'm like, yo, you always playing this Jay Z shit. I never hear you play Drake though. I was like, never hear you. So why are we having this conversation? He's like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. He goes, what's Jay going to play when Drake plays this? Or whatever. I said this. I give him five to every one that he plays. <laughs> and I said, bro, you, you don't understand. I said, the longevity count. He's like, it doesn't matter. There's only 20 songs. I said, exactly. Because he, because of the longevity, because Jay's been doing it for so long, he has more to pick from mm-hmm. than Drake. It's not fair. It's not fair. I want to get like, do you even think that that's even a, a a a fair versus for Drake. Um, I think it's capable of being a battle, but like I don't think it'll be a blowout per se. But I think, I think it's, it's capable. a blowout. I and this goes back to the whole generation thing. Like when Drake plays this song and Jay plays this song, Drake stands there and be like, "Yo, like nothing can be like it's the best song ever." And Jay-Z fans are going to say the same thing because they're coming from two different generations and nothing's going to get accomplished. I get that. And, I, and to your point, I get that 100%. 100%. So there needs That's to why be, it's like you, you, there needs to be judges. It's something like this needs to be judges. Hip-hop and judges? To, yeah. Right? Ooh. And, and, and they need to be in a generation, they need to be in a generation that experienced Jay and Drake. Right. The problem you know is they're more than likely were there for Jay when Jay was in his prime. Well, I'm not, but that's what I'm saying. You got to pick unbiased people. Like, you know, what you call it? That's I mean, tough because you can't, you can't, pick, yeah. you can't yeah. pick someone like me and put them in there. And I'm like, nah, nigga, like, why are we even having this conversation? <laughs> no but New Yorkers. I have to. No New Yorkers can do it. Yes. No New Yorkers can do it. women. But Drake. Yeah. You got to pick somebody. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Drake is is not going to hold his own. I still think it would be a blowout. But I'm again, that's me being biased. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to fit. Pick someone like yourself. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. Yeah. I can appreciate Jake. Yeah, Especially I, because I can, you're a Nas nice fan. You're more of a Nas nice fan neutral. than what you call it. You're yeah, neutral. neutral guy, and yeah. you're like, oh, I can appreciate both. Both as artists and whatnot. Pick but, someone but see, like here's yourself. the yeah. thing. You can't... It, 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 something like... Obviously, it will never happen. But it yeah, will never happen. happen because I think most of Drake's hits are R&B songs. Do you don't like R&B? People, you're not going to put R&B against it. Like, that would, that would be pointless. But, but, they, but they have but done that because thing, you can like, go you, back you to how think, when they put Jadakiss versus Fabulous. You just make the same argument against but them But Fabulous is, is rapping compared to where Drake is, like, singing and ooh and aahing, like, um, throughout, he's crooning throughout the song. Whereas Fabulous, like, just so happens to have a female on the hook and he's spitting some lovey-dovey type shit. 
I don't like, no, it's, it's a good, it's a fair point, but I think there are more songs of Drake's that are hits where he's actually singing than, than Laugh Now, Cry Later, you know? I don't know. Again, uh, my girlfriend's from Toronto. Happen. I can't talk too much more shit. Does <laughs> <laughs> she, she like Drake? Tap. Oh, God. Oh, man. She reminds me every time of uh, when the time he uh, grabbed her hand at a party. <laughs> when uh, she get mad at you and you put Kanye on in the whip? Huh? Did she get mad? No, turn, no, turn this no. shit off. I'm, I'm all, I'm actually joking about it. Oh. She did grab, he did grab her hand. Though. She oh. was like, yo, chill. <laughs> Sam went to a Drake and Future Don't concert. Bring that up again. <laughs> Fuck off me. <laughs> Fucking kill you! <laughs> I'll fucking kill Drake. No, Is that the hand you touch? He touched Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Go bleach that shit. Sam went to a Drake and Future concert a long time ago when they dropped their joint album, mm-hmm. and um, and she said one. I don't remember Future or Drake. She said. One like he was rapping to me. He was singing to me. I was like, he wasn't, but go on. But, like I know every woman. Yeah, every woman in thousands of women felt like you, but no, it's 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 fine. I'm glad you had that moment. It, it had to be Drake because she definitely Probably. didn't think Future was singing to. <laughs> and if he was, it was gonna be a short time. <laughs> Whatever that would have become would have been short lived. Um, Anyhow, yeah, we're we're done here. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah let's we, just, we can save this other shit for next time. <laughs> Um, we always do that. We have a bunch of topics. All right, guys, we need topics. We want to talk about it too. <laughs> We're like, let's have a whole, whole call let's about the topics that. tomorrow. <laughs> we got five. We got two. Well, look, look, here's the thing. So our listeners don't know. So I, I reach out to the guys like, yo, we gonna get on a phone call. Give them a little BTS, topic. Joe. <laughs> give, 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 you know. Get on a phone call, talk about what we're going to discuss so we're somewhat organized. Journalism preparation that's best. Typically, we get on a call. Mickey's driving Orange County. Rel's at his house watching Versus. Yep. And, or and, sports. Or sports. sports. <laughs> and, and then the conversations are like 30 minutes because we're trying to figure out whatever. Mind you, these guys have things on their minds, so it's not really focused. But you put them in a position where you say, hey, we got to talk. And one say, both say, I'm at dinner was like, okay, well, I'm not going to ask you to go over topics while you're at dinner with a party. So we got to figure this out. And then Mickey rallies and says, this is what we can do. Boom, boom, and boom. See, that's it. We don't need a, we don't need a half hour conversation. Just I know. Out there. Whose idea was for the conference call? Because all you guys have to do is just come up with the topics in the moment of the call. We have them. Either way, <laughs> my point is, it doesn't have to take that long. You guys, it are, it. you guys are scatterbrained because I go in there with like, hey, I have an idea. Talk about this, this, and this, and then you guys will just like kind of like, um, yeah, bro, you got anything? Oh, well, you know, then Mickey, you know, you're driving, you got traffic, you're probably hungry and you're angry. I almost died so, a couple times. <laughs> so, so it's like, it. My point is, it doesn't need to be that long if we just like focus in real quick. Boom, boom, boom. We're good. Yeah, we can just, text but it. yeah. It's all fun. It's that, it's that conversation. Of listen, shit that can be handled over a text and yeah, a phone call. Listen, yeah. we handled it from now on. From now on, we will text. all we're all responsible for one topic. I'll take your topics. <laughs> Mickey, Joe, Mickey, Joe, 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 like, what are the topics? What are the topics? Joe's trip. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, I said it first. Hold up. Hey, I keep three topics. I'm the overachiever. I give you three topics. Joe's trip. Rel at the room. Two. And iOS 15. But the one we didn't even talk I, about iOS 15. Yeah. We didn't even talk about uh, that shit. I know. But my point is you can't take our topics. My, 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 oh, topics, my, topic, my topics we carry over. About. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. My topic we carry over to next week. <laughs> I'm already inputted. This is anyway. what we this is what we deal with when we're not on the mic. Just yeah. let y'all know in front of the camera. <laughs> no, yeah. But we got right again, here. we got so now we got topics. So do we need to have a phone call next week? 
No, if, no. as long as you guys are that quick, I don't because care. we have topics. We just okay, so let's just set that as the deadline of that's when we're having the conversation. Roll over topics. Roll over topics. Hey yo, copy and paste copy and paste iOS routine. Yes. Hey guys, so getting familiar with iOS 15, two weeks we're going to talk about it. No, because now it's not going to be. Irrelevant. Yeah, it's going to be irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole, I wanted to just quickly touch on versus with Fat Joe and Jabba because whatever, but that'll be irrelevant too. But the Peppa's conversation with Phenom was interesting. I wanted to talk about that because it leads into other shit. Um, oh, yeah, we could talk about that though. Globalization. Um, this week we got Rel and Cases from Miami. Yes, man is holding it down out there doing a lot of the dope <laughs> venues. It's funny at, at Swan where he's a resident, they post flyers with a hot girl. It's just a picture of the hot girl that attended, and and I told them, do these girls know they're becoming flyers? He's yeah. like, no, but I'm a, but I'm pretty sure they don't care. Like I'm pretty sure like they'd be honored to be on a Swan flyer. But um, yeah, my sister got that happened to my sister, and she like contacted people, and she's like, nah, take that shit down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but your sister's like yeah, a yeah, yeah. registered model, yeah. like legendary yeah, resume. Like she so. was like, nah, you, you know, pay me for this shit. She gets paid for that kind of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like actually. That's true. You know, it's crazy. When, when I used to go out to all these other countries, they'd have Drake on a flyer, but just promoting the night as like an r That's a night. very, very yeah. common thing out yeah. there. Yeah, but but that's like, damn, I never see that here, obviously, because... Oh, shit, Drake's well, showing up. Well, maybe yeah. Sammy Sam will put with Fat the Drake. Remember what happened with oh, the heist. They did the dead mouse. God. Um, but yeah, all right. So we got cases, and then uh, did you guys see that meme that I'm 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 gonna guess that Sammy made it. But he's like, he's like, if you're oh, dating in LA is so LA difficult, like you have year. to compete with like an NBA athlete, an NFL, Ty Dollars DJ, a, a trapper, Ty Dollar Signs <laughs> DJ, or this fat promoter named Sammy Sam. Sam. Yeah, and it, and it popped into one of my group chats. That's like completely separate. It's like a, a business group chat with the, with the group of guys. And I'm like, Sammy Sam had to have made this. I'm like, there's no way he belongs on that list. <laughs> Sammy Sam don't even live in LA. <laughs> I didn't even catch the Drake Sinatra reference. That was no, he funny. never took yeah. none of my hoes. <laughs> <laughs> He deals with different girls. Yeah, I'd seen him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you guys. I'm not saying they're ugly. I'm just saying they're different. Right. Um, <laughs> we going to shut it down. Or, or, or weight, or we weight challenged. Just, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to get no. for a stop. Joe. Weight challenge? No. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. And after cases, we got party with Jay from Singapore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, International. Get us out of here. Yeah. We out. Peace. We out. Bye. Peace.